I wish this podcast had never come to me. <laughs> so do all who start podcasts three years ago with random strangers. <laughs> that's not for you to decide. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, hey. Was that, that was your, yeah. your thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good joke. That's yeah, a good intro. Thanks. Uh, Pete, right? That's... Yes. I don't even remember what you look like anymore. Yeah. Well, I do now, I but look, I didn't yeah. like 20 minutes ago. I look ago. like this. <laughs> yeah. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the Movie Man podcast. We are in person. I don't know if the, the listener and the viewer can tell that. I mean, they should. We're, we are filming. We are. But as is ever the case when we film, who knows? Who, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> filming with a new camera. Yes. That in theory is capable of doing what I've just asked it to do, but I've also never asked it to film this long. So yeah. we'll see. It could, it could all yeah. fumble. That was also a theme song that we've never played before. Oh, I don't even, we, you f- like brought that to my attention. What seems like 12 years ago. Yeah. So I don't even remember what it is. I just remember giving the stamp of approval like, yeah. Yeah, you're like, oh, whatever. No, I, no, I think I liked it. I think. If it has to change, then... Oh, I'm so sad. This one, I guess. I'll just so what we do. What we do is every 100, every yeah. 100 episodes, mm-hmm. it, we treat as a new season. So this is technically mm-hmm. season three. Hello and welcome to season three right. of the Movie Man podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And... F- episode 200. Episode 200. And what's something special we could do for episode... 200 like what could we do uh well we had a whiteboard Mm -hmm. and we wrote down a bunch of things donate to charity (laughs) uh magic mushrooms Mm -hmm. and then ultimately we landed on lord of the rings right yeah and 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 it was between lord of the rings and magic like that was a that was a tight race right (laughs) but there was some legal we were planning on filming it so there's some legal things yeah yeah what what I what we next time well obviously as you can read by the title what we decided on was let's do Lord of the Rings yeah and let's just do what's worked before so for a special episode a round number let's have Emily Mater on the show right episode fifty she was here yeah episode one fifty she was here so two hundred Emily Mater's here we're we're pumped yeah welcome to the show Emily <laughs> uh, I got bad news for you guys All right. <laughs> Wait. Wait. I wondered why you walked in. Oh. Where's where's Emily? Emily is uh at home. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I, I wanted to get out of the house this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh we have we have Emily's husband, yes. Aaron Mater. Who's been Howdy. referenced Howdy. so many times. <laughs> oh. We've we've blown things up together. Yeah. We've climbed trees together. Hmm. We've, we've been done naked both of together. Those yeah. All all like all three are separate <laughs> occasions. But well, there was a one time. It was that one time with the <laughs> cherry bomb up the tree and the, yeah. all the bark burns. All but, the burns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So listen, I feel like I I feel like this is a big moment. I'm proud of you because mm. I feel like I've been talking about mm. us doing Lord of the Rings right. for at least a hundred episodes now, maybe a hundred and fifty. It's true. And you have been. A little bit of a stick in the mud. Mm-mm, yes. You've been <laughs> mm-hmm. a little like... No way. Because th- the movies are so near and dear to you. Mm. As are they with me. And mm. and I know they are. Like yeah. Aaron really appreciates these films. Right. Yeah. But you were like... You were like... I don't, th- I don't think it's wrong to say fearful. <laughs> oh, yes. You were like... Oh, yeah. We're, what if we don't do it justice? <laughs> like, 
I don't know. I don't know that I'm ready to do them. I don't know if we're good enough to review these films. Or it's like it's like opening Pandora's box. It's like, what if you find out they suck? Like you can't go back to just watching Lord of the Rings if we find some critique right. that just you were afraid to watch them analytically. Yes. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm very proud of myself too because last <clears> night <throat> I was never more prepared in my life to just break it down and chat about it. I have I have no reservations today. Like we could. Talk, chat about it and i give it a one out of ten and that is okay right that is fine i am so ready for this in my life okay who, who, are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> who are you i'm assuming you don't have trivia i do. do you have trivia i do are you pitting aaron and i against each other might as well i mean All if right. i can oh, dear. we're using my board so we don't have any of your snazzy music that's okay although maybe listen hey hey <laughs> hey maybe the trivia music for season three also needs a facelift oh that's true I that leave that true. I leave that to you, good sir. Before we go any further, could you turn mm. my headphone audio down maybe like one point? Uh, you'd like it louder? It's quieter. Sorry, I meant down. How's that? That's better. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so used <laughs> to having controls that? of like, I mute it whenever I cough. Right. And now I'm just like, what do I do with yeah, my this hands? Is, this what do I do with my hands? This is the reason why up until now there have been no peat farts <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the podcast. That ends today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've got at least two questions. Okay. Uh, no, we'll go three. They're pretty brief and quick. All right. All right. Th- and Aaron, I'm going to go on the honor system that you're not looking at my laptop. <laughs> Definitely not looking at your laptop <laughs> anymore. Like, yeah, I'm not now. <laughs> okay. The sounds for the orcs in part were what recorded sound? Okay. We've got alligator, like alligators doing alligator things. Yeah, as they do. Seals doing seal things. Mm -hmm. And like the animal seals, not like Navy seals. Um, Komodo dragons. Or Andy Serkis making some type of signature throat sound that I, you know, unintelligible, unnameable, but just Andy Serkis making a sound. I know I would nail this if we were talking about Chewbacca. Mm. Because I know they went to like the zoo and it's a bunch of like, it's mostly bears Mm -hmm. that are like horny and stuff. (laughs) Just like there with a zoom recorder. That's the sound. Yeah. Um, huh. I'm so it's not a valid answer to say that it was just they recorded Chewy and used that to make the orcs. That sound. is not. Yeah. No. Not. It's just uh, uh, I'm gonna go with s- seals. Okay. No, I'm going with Andy. Andy. Okay. Okay. Andy. We were, we were split Andy. already. Well, Brady is right. It was seals, ah. and they made recordings of elephant seal pups at a marine center in California. Yeah, because here's the thing. Until, like, I don't think until someone was like, oh, Andy Circus could do mm. Gollum, I don't think anyone gave two shits who Andy Circus was. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> so they're not bringing in him the in, first so, film, which yeah. we're about to review, like, it, it was like 30 seconds of screen time, if that, and it wasn't like the no, motion just capture. Goes, <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Right. And then it's over. Second question. This might be unfair in advantage to Brady, but... I hope so. There were two actors in this film. There were, were many more than that. Yeah. No, they were just two. <laughs> Everyone else was CGI. Christopher were- Walken <laughs> and Nick Cage. And they just like, you know. There were two actors in this film who have played James Bond villains. Ah, okay. Can you name them? Ooh, one for sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shitballs. Uh, 
do so how do you want to point this like if i just whoever gets them first uh yeah or just if you guess them yeah and you well, i don't just, want him copying my answer once i say it well i mean there is some competition here okay so christopher lee is one correct he played uh, a villain in the man with the golden gun in 1974 oh right yeah, yeah. Have you, no i okay yeah, i can't no, i don't a, know you enough to yeah. know your sarcasm yet but <laughs> i'll get thinking there. that was a definite no <laughs> <laughs> right now i'm a maybe on the guy that plays gimli Mm. Um, but I don't think so. Okay, I can Man, give a hint Bond that will give it away. So no, don't. Okay. Bond villains are so forgettable. Um, <laughs> depends on how far. Ba- oh, 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 oh! Mm-hmm. Interesting. He Sean is? Bean is the other one because he was kind of like yeah. he's kind of half. Nice. He's kind of well like half a villain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yeah, in Goldeneye in nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Okay. Last question of the Fellowship. Who in real life, like of the actual actors, who was the tallest? Uh, I feel like that's probably, I think Ian McKellen's a pretty tall guy. Mm. I forget when we hung up, he was sitting. So Yeah, as he does. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because Patrick Stewart was in his Professor X wheelchair and he didn't want to be towering over him. Yeah, you got to start inviting me to those parties. Uh, Um, You will come. You will come. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, oh, no, I do know this. It's the guy that plays Gimli. He's freakishly tall. Hmm. He's a big, he's a big man. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Aaron? No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, Sir Ian McKellen is tall, Mm -hmm. but I think he's more like in the twink category Mm. than, you know, which he would not, he would not scoff at being called. He would be very appreciative. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, I'm going with what's his face to okay. plays. Okay. Yeah. He's a big tall man. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to picture the uh the lineup, like right when we announced mm, that it's like this is the, the fellowship, fellowship of the ring and right. they're all standing there. Yep. Right, uh, but then there's also three ho- or four hobbits there that are <laughs> well, yeah, I know that. I know. Misrepresented. <laughs> and Gimli, <laughs> who's misrepresented. Right. Just like Tom Cruise is height is misrep- misrepresented <laughs> in every film. Literally all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I want to go with Aragorn, who's Vigo Mort- Mortensen. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't have a strong feeling about that, but that's it, my hunch. That's why it's not a strong feeling because it's wrong. Yeah. Right. Um, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> it was it was John Reese Davies who yeah. played Gimli. Yeah. At apparently wow. six foot one. Yeah, he's wow. a big tall guy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. My mind is. It's blown it's don't blown right now just, don't tell the elf the, the only, <laughs> i'm gonna rapid fire two or three quick things all right the one that like is wild this film holds the record for the most nominations of the trilogy it it got 13 nominations so well, it's it all downhill didn't there. win the most but yeah. 13 is incredible yeah um we've got uh apparently an idea that was floated and they recorded it obviously didn't use it they for the pro- prologue of um it began with the, the forging, forging of, of the, three great rigs yeah. by Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Uh, instead of her, they had recorded one with Frodo doing it. And then they recorded the one. same monologue? Yeah. And then they recorded one with Ian McKellen doing it. And I for sure don't buy the Frodo, Frodo one. Frodo one doesn't make any yeah. sense. Ian McKellen one, uh, I could get behind that. Somewhat timeless, but obviously the best decision was made. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big yeah. Big time. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing that I'm sure we'll touch on in some capacity, or, or we maybe will avoid it like the plague, 
But just as the whole Sean Connery, quote unquote, almost uh, yeah, being yeah. Gandalf. And uh, do you know this story? <laughs> no. So Sean yeah, Connery. Just, so this was like this was at the time when Sean Connery was like a crotchety idiot. And <laughs> there was two roles or like three roles or something like iconic. He was also going to be Dumbledore in in Harry Potter. But basically, basically, they gave him the script for Lord of the Rings. And I don't know if he'd never read it. He seems like the type of guy that would have read Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Right? He's like, he's Scottish sure. and he's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was basically like, he read the script and he's like, eh, I don't get it. <laughs> and then, and then th- he's yeah. like, ah, just some nerd. Yeah. He's like, I'd rather do League yeah. of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> and then he did that and he's like, eh, I guess I'm done. <laughs> I'm done acting. Um, just going to hit women instead. <laughs> <laughs> But kid, oh, I don't even want to imagine it, but just woof. Show to all. Come to see such times. You should not pass. Yeah. You uh, shall not pass. The, the last thing, apparently Liam Neeson turned down a role for Boromir. And um, Bruce oh, Willis. I could see that. Bruce. Yeah. I, yeah. I can too, because like the Qui-Gon... You know, different time. You know, like a timeless feel. I can, I can get the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the very last thing, Bruce Willis, who actually read the books, unlike a lot of the actors, but he was a fan of the books, expressed interest in the role of Boromir, but apparently did not get yeah. called. Audition back. for Gladriel. <laughs> Didn't get that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wanted to yeah. be an Ent. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I have a hot um, take. I don't know. I don't know where to inject it. Do it. Okay. Listen. You may or may not know that The Lord of the Rings is based off a popular book series. Color me shocked. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, And it's technically the follow-up to The Hobbit. Sure. Now, when I was in grade three, Mm. I was first introduced. I had a teacher read to me The Hobbit. Like, you know, every day we'd sit Mm -hmm. in class and he... Just you directly? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like at your house. Yeah. Yeah. I was in detention a lot, but it was fine. Uh, No, he would like read in front of the class after lunch for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or something. He would read a little bit more of The Hobbit. Right. And so, uh, and I had the teacher again in grade five and he read it to that class. Mm. It was something he did to every... So that, The Secret Garden, um, Mm. a couple of like go-to books of his that he thought were fundamental to his students. Um, obviously, we didn't read Lord of the Rings. Ah, we're in grade three. It's a little, mm. you know. It's a little much. Would go over our mm. heads. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially the scene with the orgy. Um, but, <laughs> but. Which, uh, which director's uh, cut did you watch? <laughs> see, that's why they left Tom Bombadil out. He tells him, he tells him to go run naked in the, it's true, in the book. I don't remember anything yeah. about Tom. Tom. Tom, he's like, you know, rid yourself of your clothes and go frolic in the grass or something. <laughs> and that will, because they show up at his place and they're all like tired. <laughs> and he's like, this will energize you. Get naked and go run in the... YOLO. Yeah, yeah he's a nudist. Um, so Naturist. Nature. Well, I mean, uh, it's, uh, you know, yeah, probably. It's European, <laughs> the story, so... Yeah. Um, but the song about Tong Bombadil is all about his clothing. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh, I don't know, and his boots of yellow. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. like, he just likes others to be Maybe naked. it's just boots. Yeah, he's just, he's a, he's a voyeur. Um, so... <laughs> I don't know how we got here. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So, anyway, so it was read to me. So, I grew mm. up, Middle Earth was 
was important to me. Mm. I had seen the 1970s animated versions of The Hobbit and, oh. the, and the Lord of the Rings. Uh, you haven't yes. seen The Hobbit one? I don't think so. Oh, it's good. Okay. It's good. Um, so anyways, I really, really, really liked... Yeah, I, I, was, I was big into Middle Earth. Mm. And here's the thing. Every time they make a movie based on a book... Mm. Um, and I've read the book first. Mm -hmm. You sit down and you watch the movie and you're like, oh, okay, that's like, this is what they made Hogwarts look like. This is what they made these characters look like. This is, you know, right. oh, that's, they made the, 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 the car look like that, you know, whatever it is. And it, there's always an adjustment period, mm. right? Because mm -hmm. you've, you've, You've envisioned it, and you know what it's supposed to look like in your mind. You know what it's supposed to sound like, so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, and it's never it's never exactly that in the movie, um, but you you adapt, and and you come to accept it, and mm. it's okay. When I first saw the Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> I cannot describe the chills, the goosebumps, that first moment. When you come over the hill in the Shire mm. and the music starts playing and, you you know, and even the imagery of Gandalf on the cart with the, hmm. and it was just like, oh my God, that's it. Hmm. <laughs> that's cool. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it wasn't even, it, there was no adjustment period. It mm -hmm. was just like, because there were so many, because Tolkien's works had been around for so long. Mm -hmm. um, there's been a lot of famous artwork, paintings and stuff like that done um, that they, they pulled a lot in the, the creative production process. Mm -hmm. um, but it just was like hmm. so unmistakably the Shire and yeah. Hobbits yeah. and Gandalf. And everything that that you would expect at Rivendell, <laughs> like everything was just right, perfect, mm -hmm. and and it was like it was like I had made all the decisions for how it was supposed to look. <laughs> That's like, such a cool experience. Oh man, there's from from a from a. So I guess what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. from a set production, from a design standpoint. Mm -hmm. These these films are without flaw, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> is thank that you. <clears throat> man? Gotta get that looked at. Ah, is that your initial impression or just a hot take? No, it's just a hot prior. take. My I, yep. my initial impression is that mm -hmm. uh, this is an incredible film. <clears throat> um, I think that as a child, it was my favorite. Of the three, okay. I yeah. think that honestly, it's probably as children, it's probably most people's favorite because it is, it's the most colorful, it's the most lighthearted, it's mm, the most yeah. fun of them. Mm -hmm. Right? We're not into war and genocide and and you know, like mundane-looking prairies and plains of Rohan right. and stuff like that yet. Right. We've got Balrogs and we've got mm. elves and we've got. The Shire, and we've got you know, so all of these these magical places, Lothlorien, mm -hmm. all of these magical changes that we go to, and it is it's it's the most fun one hmm. because we're not in the thick of it yet. Mm. Um, so I think for a very very long time it was my favorite one. Um, Oof. Yeah, 
It was past tense. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'm not saying that. All right. I'm not showing my hand. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think he just did. No. 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 <laughs> okay, um, all right, all right, all right. But uh, yeah. So I I, mm. I think for a very long time it was my favorite. Um, as an adult, I've come to appreciate things in the other ones that that I maybe didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. In you know when I was younger. Um. But yeah, the Fellowship of the Ring, man, like. Everything from set design to soundtrack to casting to like what have you, hmm. this is it holds up. There's there's never a moment where you're like, oh, it didn't age well, or <laughs> or right. like, ah, oh, you know, this isn't as good as I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it is a journey, and I feel like it's important to say, um, because I don't even know if we've told Aaron this. We are we are talking today about the only version of th- these films, the extended edition. Mm. Oh, whoa! All right, <laughs> you're aware. Okay, this is an adjustment for me. <laughs> an adjustment period. Yeah, yeah. The extended editions, mm. just because the only, huh? The well, only. I, I don't know. I want to jump I don't in. Know. Uh, so I, I'm glad that it seems like you have an opinion, and I want to just intercede. <laughs> I'm glad if- it seems like you. <laughs> I was really wanting a fold over on the show who would just agree with everything I the, said. The sign that you're not brain dead. <laughs> no, so, no. Okay. I'm overjoyed. I, I, wanna, I was going to bring this up later, but I want to bring it up now since we're talking about it, since it seems like you have an opinion on the matter. Is like theatrical versus extended. Like, I don't think I've watched the theatrical since maybe like 15 years ago. Yeah. Since I purchased the extended. extended, is there a place for the theatrical or for super fans? Is it just extended or I, bust? I think I know his answer. Okay, I, and I want to hear this because I actually wanted to know for myself. There is absolutely a place for the theatrical. I was hoping I you'd think, say that. I think uh, any new person yeah. being exposed uh, to the Lord of the Rings universe, okay. it's got to be the theatrical <clears throat> version, uh, or you just lose them. Yeah, uh, like it's, yeah, it's you know, it, four yeah. hours is an undertaking, and it's not it's yes. not divvied up nicely like you know a Netflix series or something yeah. like that. Like, yes. um, so I think I can attest to this to a bit. So a couple months ago, I showed I you know I watched Lord of the Rings a couple of months ago. Yes, and I showed it to someone for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched The Hobbit first for two reasons. One is because I was like, technically chronologically, this is where it comes. Yeah, for and sure. two. I want to give you something to look forward to. <laughs> it's yeah. like I don't That's want fair. I don't want you to have Return of the King and then spend three movies going, "What the shit is this?" Yeah. Um, right. But for both trilogies, we did the extended editions. Um, so it was a it was it's a jog, mm-hmm. uh, and sh- so she'd never seen any of them, mm-hmm. and she's seventeen, so her interest in this type of thing, like mm-hmm. you know, isn't as. Yep. Um, as academic maybe Mm. and so and there were definitely times where it was an endurance race for her Mm. it was a real having said that once we finished she was like i think i'm ready to watch them again like i i Hmm. think i'm ready to do that again interesting um but yeah there was definitely you know i Mm. i can see merit in having done just the theatrical versions of both Mm -hmm. and then her being like, okay, I'm ready to watch them again. And me being like, I have a treat for you. Mm. Yeah. Right. There's there's more. Yeah. So I I would go even, I would go the the opposite direction from you uh, and introduce someone with the, um, 
I think it's like a three hour fan edit of uh, the Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, and that oh, is a, wow. that is a much more palatable approach. <laughs> oh, to the Removes universe. a lot of the white orc shit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the whole love thing with uh, yeah, yeah, Legolas just removes <laughs> Legolas altogether. <laughs> You're not much. supposed to be here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get out. Uh, so, so yeah. is there any place for it for the tenured fan? Oh, I, I, uh, so my family watches the Lord of the Rings trilogy every Christmas. Okay. Uh, most years we'll watch the theatrical mm. uh, release just because, yeah, it's just, um, you know, sometimes you want the, sometimes you just want to skip to dessert. <laughs> <laughs> and the theatrical version is right. just, it's just a bit more concise. Mm. Um, yeah, you, you enjoy the pacing. It's just paced mm. more quickly. Um, different yeah, tempo. It's a, it's a different tempo. Yeah. And I think it's, there's a, a really nice value to that that you mm. can just um i think not have to sit down for the entire christmas break <laughs> to get through them <laughs> for some reason as much as i love the extended i'm like excited to watch the theatrical i've uh, i did it a couple of years ago yeah and because i've watched the extended version so much i found that when it was over mm. i was like wait what happened to this part Mm, like I just felt yeah. like there was stuff. It, it, kind, it kind of felt like when you would catch yeah. a movie on TV, right? And they chopped a bunch of stuff out to for make commercials. room for commercials and stuff, yeah. And like to get it down to ninety minutes, <laughs> right? They're like yeah. Godfather Part Two, the ninety minute cut. And you're right. like, <laughs> where is everything? Yeah. So I, for me, for mm. me, see, but I'm also listen, and so this is this is another hot take that kind of stems off of this. Mm. I love Peter Jackson's Middle Earth yep. so much, yep. particularly from the Lord of the Rings trilogy, um, the non-CG heavy one, the mm-hmm. one that doesn't look like a video game. Yeah. Mm. Um, that I understand, listen, I understand, and I'm a big proponent of people, there seems to be this idea nowadays that a longer movie equals a better movie, mm. particularly when it comes to like Star Wars or... Um, Marvel movies, mm-hmm. right? People, people yeah. see a movie, yeah, right. a runtime. The new Thor: Love and Thunder is an hour fifty nine. It's mm. under two hours, and people are going, "What the?" Like, <laughs> yeah. longer doesn't equal better. No, shorter doesn't equal better. No, each film has its own mm-hmm. ideal pace and yep. runtime, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Having said that, if they tomorrow <laughs> announced. That there was a, because like, so the extended version, the first Fellowship of the Ring is what, like three and a half hours, and then I think it's 345, and then like 410 or something, right? It's like 425 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, If they announce tomorrow that there is a, like each film has a a six and a half hour edit, and it has like all of the battle, like everything that was left out, like Mm. everything from the book is there. They even went into like some of the appendices and stuff like that and maybe fleshed out some details and, mm-hmm. and added in some stuff that, that Tolkien would have agreed, you know, would be accurate. Mm-hmm. I would, not only would I absolutely <laughs> be purchasing it, right. I would definitely go, I would like insert a catheter and, <laughs> and go sit in a movie theater for it. Um, I think I'd prefer to just give 20 bucks to the projectionist and say, hey, can you pause it? Can you pause it? <laughs> <laughs> can but you, to each I their own. Gonna, I thought you were going to say, 
I thought you were going to say instead of inserting a catheter, you'd give 20 bucks to the projectionist and be like, hey, can you help me insert this? <laughs> well, I mean, that's the logical approach. 20 bucks? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 I can see, I think for the first time viewer, mm. theatrical can make sense. Yep. For me, it's got to be extended mm-hmm. at this point in my Lord of the Rings viewing. Sure. I think the Probably Hobbit doesn't need to be the extended. Probably not. Or no. even the theatrical. <laughs> um, but I would also take if 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 the Lord of the Rings extended trilogy went from twelve hours up to eighteen, I'd still be it wouldn't be I think my go to would still be the extended. I mm-hmm. don't think I would sit people down to watch it because I would understand right. that yeah. that's not for most mm-hmm. and maybe not the superior version of the film by any means. Oh, for sure. But, but I would still own it and I would still watch it. Yeah. I, I like related to increased content and just like, I remember when I was like a teenager with these like folded out extended editions that had like hours upon hours yeah. of bonus material. Which I had for the Lord of the Rings. You've got one right there. I've got, oh, I've got it. Yeah. I just like, I just, this week watching all three in a row, I was just not at a point in my life where I could sit and watch all those, but it was just like, I'm, I guess I'm just with you where like, if there was like expanded content and if I had the time and I would try and make the time, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm there I've, for I've it. Watched, yeah. I am. I've watched all of it for all three. I have Years ago. And I've watched all of it for The Hobbit. I have not done that for The Hobbit. No. Well, I was depressed or something. I don't know. <laughs> you were afterwards. I was after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Right. So, uh, initial impression mm-hmm. of The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, my goodness. So, basically, just in 90 seconds or less, what do you think this, of this movie? I mean, this was a formative like age for me going to the theater sure the first couple times with my family 27 um (laughs) (laughs) i remember that age yeah (laughs) so long ago not that old the first time they let me go to the theater (laughs) out of the house (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um and yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure my dad wept Oh wow! Uh, because he was a big he fan of the books, yeah. he had he had read them, and and like similar experience to you, uh, you know, hmm. the, the first opening scene, you know, it just that it was, was it? right. That was this was um, the the story he knew. So of course he was yeah. he was a bit disappointed that you know Tom that, Bombadil that Tom Bombadil wasn't in there, and <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that uh, that there were pieces missing that he was looking forward to, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so I was just along for the ride mm-hmm. with my dad, who's yeah, basically you, you obviously not into, uh, you know, movies and, and, and theater at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was, he was ready for this. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. That's a very cool experience. Yeah. 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 So I, w- that was my full, full immersion into it. Um, and yeah, I was all for it. Uh, cool. So uh, does that count as an initial impression? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, sir? Uh, I definitely had a very different experience than both of you. Um, so this installment has flip-flopped for me. As a child, it was probably my least favorite. Really? Then as an adult, it had become my most favorite. And we'll get into later if it still is or not. Um, but 
we'll get into this when we do two towers. Uh, I actually, my first experience was watching Fellowship on DVD, mm-hmm. like a week or two after I saw Two Towers in theaters. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, uh, for like Brady, when you had this world brought to life or with you seeing it with your family and bringing that kind of thing together, like Fellowship was none of that for me. So, mm-hmm. as a child, I viewed it as still a very fun film, but you know, there's a bit less badly stuff as a kid. There's a bit, a little bit of less action. And then as an adult, I came to appreciate more like the depth and the richness that was the DVD. fellowship. I had this shit on VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was blessed. I think that was like one of the, the like the third DVD. Yeah. Attack of the Clones was my first. I remember I, that. I, my, yeah. I think my first DVD was Spy Kids. And I think I got it in a Woo! box of honeycombs. Woo! Yeah. Yeah, I remember back those. when back when they gave movies. Right. Which we've talked about. Mm. And it's so stupid. Because now with digital downloads, it's right. actually far easier to give movies. Just <laughs> but print, they don't. Just print a they damn don't. code in the box and give away a movie or a or a QR code or like, a QR code. Yeah, and don't even be like, and they'll be like, "Well, you know, we we'll give away, you know, board game. give away like Steam gift cards, right? Steam codes, right? Like let the let the kid choose let if they the don't want to build play. a roller coaster. Then, what <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll end my initial impression on is just. What a journey this is, mm. right? And uh, something I, I never articulated it until I watched this and I was thinking about this, just the scope of this film. Mm. Like just when you think of the sheer scope, but opposite to that, and I wrote this down so I would specifically bring this up. In contrast to that scope, you get the individual story of Frodo, mm. this youthful, youthful character. And his uncle says at one point, and this hit me for the first time when I watched this, I've never paid attention to it before. His uncle says, Frodo is in love with the Shire, with the rivers and the forests or something to that effect. And it just hit me this time, just this, we've got the scope of this big story, but then this individual story of someone who is in love with his life, where it is. And we know that this like his life as he knows it is what's his normal is about to end. Right. And even when he comes back, that love and that, that what he enjoyed will never be the same and just that richness of that personal character depth really hit me i'm like oof like seeing that little glimpse of what his life was like before and knowing what's to come and knowing what comes even when he returns just this small micro individual story was like it hit me it hit me because if you're a hobbit in the shire Mm -hmm. your stress level is pretty low like (laughs) it's not a lot weighing you down like, your party. job is to eat food, drink beer, and get fat. <laughs> like yeah. the biggest stress is like organizing just worrying a about party. the crowd feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like relatives who you don't really want to come, but even if they do, you well, still have a good time. They're gonna steal the silverware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that that's my initial impression. Great film. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It. Um, yeah. Listen, when I first saw this film, mm-hmm. I I had never read the Lord of the Rings. Right. And so I only knew, like, when I saw Frodo and all these other people, like, I was very excited to see Bilbo. Mm. I was very excited to see Gandalf mm-hmm. and Elrond. Yep. Because these are characters I knew yes. from The Hobbit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was, a, that was sort of a different, interesting experience for me. Mm-hmm. When I finally did start reading Fellowship of the Ring, hmm. um, yeah, like... It doesn't take long for there to be a lot in there mm. that's not in this movie, mm. but helps flesh out some things okay. that are in the movie. Sure. Right? Like, so things like the Sackville Bagginses, mm. right? So we we talk about them yep. 
Um, and we actually get a little bit more of them in um, in the extended edition of yes. The Hobbit. Oh. Um, Bilbo comes back and they're like having an auction and they're selling off all his stuff. Right. Because <laughs> right. right. everyone thought Bilbo was dead. Right. But we do, yeah, we see, we see the Sackville Bagginses at, in Fellowship of the Ring, we see them at, at Bilbo's birthday, kind of like scoping around looking for him and they're all pissed off because he's lived too long and <laughs> right. Hasn't, but like that's fleshed out so much more mm. in the book. Right. Right. In the book, it takes Frodo like, so something they don't talk about is when Gandalf says, keep it secret, keep it safe. Mm. And then he goes off and he does his shit and he comes back. It's like 11 years. Right. It's, it's more like 20, yeah. Is right? it? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was a considerable amount. It kind of makes it seem it like much. it's been a Frodo's, few weeks. Frodo's in his 50s. Yeah. In the <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the book. So it's been it's it's been a good while. Right. Um but it also takes him like it kind of makes it seem like he up and leaves the Shire in about half an hour. Where right? as in the book, there's like he goes and stays at a different house in the Shire for a while. And there's like mm-hmm. some real estate stuff happening. And there's like, like a market crash. It's this whole, but it is, it's this whole big, they spend the night at like, they, there's a, they end up in farmer maggots house. Like it's, oh, wow. it's, there's so much. There is so much. Yeah, like it's just so contrasted because yeah, yeah, like it just seems like yeah, it was like a contrast. couple weeks or like even like when they pick up Mary and Pippin. And I thought about this when you're watching it. Like they were just out picking mar- like stealing from Farmer Megan's carrots and stuff. And then they'd go on this whirlwind adventure for the next few years of their life with whatever they happened to pack with them that day. Is the way the film perceives it. Yeah. But I'm sure like the examples you just said, I'm sure there's probably a substantial amount of time between when maybe they found out about going to when they left, you know, if I, not, I even just, in the examples you gave. I just think it's so funny too, the life of a hobbit. Like if you're going to, st- like, I don't know. It's like, they're so excited because they're stealing carrots. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, so lame. who steals yeah. carrots? Yeah, and then they're like, you know, they're, they're like <gasps> mushrooms, and they're yeah. like, yeah, like it's this greatest. And I, I can at least get the mushrooms because at least if you season them up and cook them with some butter, it's like I'm there for that. Well, and also mushrooms carrots? seem harder to, you know, like as as yeah. as humans, like nowadays. Mm-hmm. I see mushrooms all the time, and I'm like, I don't know the difference. But like, I don't know true. mushrooms. I don't know if yeah. I can eat that. Yeah. But like people who go like morel hunting and like puffball, like right. that's. I think that's a similar. Mm. You know, you find yourself a nice juicy, which I've never had a puffball. Mm. I don't. You know, people post them in the fall. And I want like, a truffle pig. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Nick Cla- Nick like, Nicholas like, Cage. Like what Nick Cage had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Watch the movie Pig. It'll ruin your life. <laughs> if you're not depressed now. You will be. You will be. Yeah. Cool. Where do we go? I don't know. This is your show, man. You're the one worried that we're going to F this up. So you take over. Okay. Let's talk about things we dislike, if any. Never mind. I'm in charge. So <laughs> no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go. I am very much plot related stuff. And we'll get into some technical stuff there's, later there's on. There's plot stuff you don't like. Well, 
it's stuff that I question and it's, it's, we'll get into it. It might just be like me listing it and we go, yeah, okay. And we move on. Cause there's, it's a complicated thing to discuss because there's the films, there's the books, they're staying authentic to the books. There's, you know, adapting something that's right. for a new audience. So like yeah. sometimes it's a critique of the team, what they did for these films. Sometimes it's like, okay, I tip my hat. You have to do something. You Some, know. Sometimes things are good in a book, but would be really boring in a movie. One hundred percent doesn't translate well. Or some of the things might be more explainable if you had the accurate timelines of like this happened seventeen years later right. versus like, hey, it just seems like Gandalf left ten minutes ago. But you What's wouldn't. Going on? But you wouldn't want this film to have no seventeen oh, years later no, come across the bottom. No. Yeah. I agree. That would be the kiss of death. The first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be that bad. No, but... like <laughs> yeah, I'd become be a pretty off-putting. Star Trek fan. Yeah. Just kidding, I wouldn't. Um, okay, I, I, I truly again something that stuck out to me watching this film and all three this time. When Boromir says one does not simply walk into Mordor, he's absolutely right. Like I don't get why people just scoff at him. And like, what was their actual actual plan? Like to send people this group at him? and go to the the like the tower and like the gate of Mordor and just wait for it to open and walk it. Like, what was their plan? I don't think they had one. But that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the. F- uh, we'll get into this. I forget which film. I get into this more, and it's a beef with me. Riding the fate of the known free world on this group. You should have some plans. Some sort of plan. And some contingency (laughs) plans and backup plans and an army following them to back them up if you need them. So, and I just want to, I want to interject this right now. Oh, that's basically it. Because I know it's going to be a comment and I just want to, I feel like I'm going to say this in all three of these episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to butcher the name of this book. What is the what is the oh, name the, of the book? The Cimmerillion. That, yeah. The Cim- mm, yeah. Okay. What is it? Cimmerillion. 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 Yeah. If you've read that book, okay. it explains to you mm-hmm. because everyone says, "Why wouldn't they just fly the eagles over the thing and throw the ring at the fire? It's stupid." Okay. And then there's other people, the diehard fans, that are like, "Right." Because Mordor had the Nazgul's on the thing, but no, which is stupid. Listen, if you've read into this further and deeper, and you actually understand, have you read it? I have, yeah. Okay. The entities that the eagles answer to mm. wouldn't allow them to do this, which seems logical. They like- they weren't allowed to to help mm-hmm. until the end when when it was all said and done. Mm. So. You can take your eagle theory, shove it up your ass. I too have joked about that in the past, mm-hmm. but listen, it's it's there's a reason. It's not a giant plot hole. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was at one point, but he fixed it. He fixed so it. So just yeah. I, I, that's not my theory. By the way, like I don't subscribe to that. I I did not want to suggest that. For the record, when we talk about a different film tonight. I do have a theory mm. that they should have done or at least talked about. Mm. Yeah, that okay. is not the Eagles. Should have at least <laughs> thought it through. They, like, if you're having a damn council yeah. about this serious problem, I would have had a sub-council to talk about it and flesh that idea out. Well, But we'll get there. They, I, and it's not the Eagles. And my, it's not the Eagles. My theory as to why they probably didn't consider any other options was they were like, Elrond was like, okay, look, 
obviously at some point during this movie, Sean Bean is going to die <laughs> because that's what he does in films. Right. And I don't know for sure how much time we have left. So, so we got to go. <laughs> in order to, yeah. In and order also, to I'm ensure, leaving for the, the Eastern Shores pretty soon, so I don't yeah, really give a, a rip. Yeah. <laughs> like I, So I sent you guys a meme. <laughs> yeah. And it's literally like the entire fellowship has never been to Mordor. To Mordor. Right. Elrond's been in Mount... He has stood out in the spot that they yeah. need to get to in order to throw this stupid ring into mm-hmm. the fire and he's not offering to come he doesn't come if is the onus not on him for every death that has ever happened for the last 2000 years like you were one 1v1 one with um oh Isildur pull out your arrow okay. pull out your bow snipe him you th- so, like kick the ring into mount doom and we are done so listen i so i've heard that okay and I follow this guy on YouTube who's like, a, no, whose actual career. <laughs> okay. Like, what? His career is to be a Middle Earth historian. Wow. Wow. Like, he is like, a Tolkien, you know, whatever. Geez. Like scholar. He's, he's scholar. a scholar. Yeah. Scholar. Like, he's read, obviously knows the books inside and out, has read whatever the shit that we can't pronounce. Similar. The Samaharalian. Oh, the yeah, S book. The <laughs> similar book. And, um, <laughs> and, then, and then also, like, you know, has copies of like unpublished stuff by Tolkien and so on and so forth, right? Mm. Um, what was the question? Mm, why didn't he uh, take down a sealed door when he had the chance? Right. So, because at this point, no, the Ring of Power had never been in the hands of a man. We didn't oh, know. Okay. Elrond didn't know. What would happen? What it was going to do, mm-hmm. right? It didn't know that that was yeah, that's fair. That, that this was you know mm-hmm. obviously plan A, best plan. Yes. Let's get rid of it. Let's destroy it. Mm-hmm. But wasn't aware of just how bad mm. the alternative was. That's that this fair. ring is literally the antithesis of of good, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and that you know thought it was just a powerful ring. Sure, but. But probably also didn't even know that part of like, you know, much like Voldemort is mm. in Tom Riddle's diary, mm. that, that you know, the essence of Sauron mm-hmm. is in this ring. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why. And Isildur, that and Isildur was also his friend. Yep. Right? And, yep. and yeah. even though you put the, the fate of all these races above that, mm-hmm. not easily, mm-hmm. right? Like I, if I had to shoot you in the face right now to save to save I'm so the planet, uncomfortable right now. I would do it. I'm so uncomfortable. But but I would struggle. Wasn't wasn't Isildur kind of untouchable too? How so? There was the whole thing I uh, I the yeah, the Tolkien fans will hate me if I get this wrong. But mm. there was it's in the same okay, none of them listen that to this. There's a, that there's a romantic relationship between it's like the only recorded relationship other than Aragorn and, and his lady um, or of a, of a man and a, and an, an elf. elf. Mm. Uh, so they have some kids mm. and then it's kind of this, it's, it's kind of up for discussion mm. whether these kids ought to be immortal right. oh, or okay. be um, mortal. like, or to be mortal. But I mean, Aragorn uh, so isn't we, even we, fully um, man. Right. No. Yeah. He's so he's, he's of the same lineage. Yeah. So we, so we have a couple kids and we decide, and I think we let one of them, be immortal and one the other kid will just give him a really long life mm. so we'll let him live to be like 150 years old sure um which and is so i'm pretty sure that. and so that's that's a pretty protected lineage of mm. men that the elves actually respect 
Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm pretty sure that uh, a seal door is part of that one of mm-hmm. that lineage, if not like he's kind of right up near yeah, the top. Which of is it, why then um, also is Aragorn. I think I think you both are on the same page. It makes it makes sense. He's respected. You can't take him down. And the hindsight bias, like it's easy yeah. to know what to do if you have the whole picture. But at the time, mm-hmm. that's a good point. I never yeah, thought two thousand years will give you some perspective. <laughs> yeah, I bet Elrond yeah. wakes up every day looking in the mirror, being like, "Dang it, son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should have invested in Facebook and killed a seal door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that that's basically my only thing. It's just the whole Boromir thing. Like it ties to not having a real plan. And maybe there's more fleshed out in the book. And I will get to it later in a different episode about what I think they should have at least talked about. That's not the Eagles. The only things that I have dislikes are very minor. Um, The like, just the Hobbiton thing, I don't think I appreciated fully until I was an adult. But that's not a critique on the film. Because you didn't know of it. I didn't know of it. it. And I did as an adult, you don't soak it until you're a bit more mature, I think. And the almost mistake again we talk about sean connery like that's that's randy newman doing toy story or instead bob dylan yeah, doing toy bob story dylan like, almost scored he, toy story like that's wow. that level yeah. of a mistake yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> oh yeah Ian mckellen is is he nails it incredible like i don't know who else mm-hmm. yeah i don't know who you get yeah it's Do like you, not having uh uh uh, Anthony Hopkins as Odin in Thor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's just, he's perfect mm-hmm. for that role. Oh yeah. 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 Do you get, what, do yeah, you what are your dislikes, dislikes for Fellowship of the Ring? Hmm. I might need a minute. Okay. Sure. It's more effective if you speak into the mic. I might need a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, some of the, okay, some of the CGI hasn't aged well. True. for like the cave of troll course. but i don't i don't hold that against it no. by any means no um world film, yeah. this guy this guy was trashing on the first toy story because the animation doesn't hold up i was <laughs> like it's the first time it's they like, ever did yeah. it yeah. you've trashed on it too <laughs> i've said it never it's looks as good as technology. i remember oh, okay. but you scored it lower because of it yeah <laughs> i have to be honest there's a couple scenes that just don't jive with me yeah <laughs> dislikes um I no, I mean, I feel like there's some stuff that is explained poorly, um, mm. that is explained better in the book. So, like when Isildur, not Isildur, when Saruman in Isengard mm. starts making Urukai, mm. um, they're just kind of like birthing out of sacks in the ground, <laughs> right? And you're kind of just expected to go with it. You're just <laughs> right. like, oh, right, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's, so there's stuff like that that I think are, I think because there's such, it's such a rich world. I mean, we're talk, talking, we're talking about a man who, like anyone can build a world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. C.S. Lewis did it with Narnia. C.S. Lewis didn't write languages. Mm, yeah. No. Right. It'd be one thing if I sat here and told you that Tolkien wrote a language. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that he wrote multiple. Yeah. <laughs> created languages. That's insane. And, and thousands of years of lineage for different races in different bloodlines with zero gaps. Yeah. So if you have, ri- <laughs> if you have world building that is this rich, it's... It seems sloppy to have things that are that big of a like 
that big of a question mark mm. because that's never answered. Like, who are the Urukai? Right. It's never answered in the movies. No. The orcs, I don't think. that's answered, right? That yeah. they were, orcs were elves mm-hmm. um, who were corrupted by the ring of the rings of power mm-hmm. um and so and then you know mm. did it like bunnies and now there's a bunch of them um <laughs> and so that's not explained i would have also liked in in listen this is not crucial to this the film mm. the film is not made worse because of this but it should be explained maybe it just complicates things i would have personally liked knowing these things I would have liked a little bit on the fact that Gandalf isn't human. Mm. Yeah. Sauron is, I, I think there's this misconception. I think the average viewer thinks Sauron is a wizard. Mm. He's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a little bit of history on like who they are. Like there's, there's so much you can like read on like yeah. the, I know, I know, but there's just like there's so much, or like. So, sir, what do you what do you mean? It's the same. It's the same discussion point as you know, extended edition versus theatrical release. That oh, like, okay. Yeah, you, you gotta be eased into it. <laughs> yeah, like even when they're when they're we're on when they're on the western shores mm. and they're sailing off. Right. Do you know that that no up until not super long ago mm-hmm. that wasn't a coast. Right. That there was land there until that all flooded hmm. and it became a sea. No. Right? Yeah. And the history of like mm-hmm. the Balrog mm-hmm. and and you can get, that's why I'm so excited. I'm very excited for you to see the Rings of Power show, mm. right? Because we're going to get into some of that, I believe, right? And and elves like Celebrimbor, hmm. who was the the elf that, now I'm getting super nerdy. <laughs> like the, the elf, it, like the elf who is like a a a jewelry smith like he hmm. he made he forged the rings oh cool including the main ring mm-hmm. helped yeah. forge the main ring and so when sauron first shows up he shows up in a different form and he he is going under the guise of the lord of gifts right which is why he's why he gives out these rings to all of these like it doesn't seem unusual this that is his thing he gives he's the the gift giver mm. right and so and then it's not until he's got them all that he becomes mega douchebag <laughs> um so but anyways there's just so much mm. there's so much there yep um and i think lord of the rings is one of those things where there's so many different viewers mm-hmm. sort of similarly similarly to star wars like the person that i showed yes. lord of the rings to for the first time i also showed star wars to for the first time mm. and and whenever i'm watching something like this because i've showed lord of the rings to people for the first time several times several different people mm-hmm. and i'm oh i always want to like we'll reach certain points of the movie and i always want to like pause it and give like more in, background encyclopedia or, yeah. background level <laughs> or i want to pause it and pull up a map of middle earth and explain whereabouts they are physically right now <laughs> yeah. and then and i and i constantly see confusion in their face when i'm doing like like it's complicating it for them and mm. that frustrates me i'm like what don't you get <laughs> and then i realize but that none of that is necessary that right. the movies are so well crafted mm. that 
the fact that I know mm-hmm. where Rohan is. Yeah. The fact that I know that when they reference, you know, that I know that Moria and the House of Durin and all of this, like all of this lineage that, that when, um, when they're in Moria and the tomb is there and it's Balin's tomb Mm. and that's, you know, and that there was a war afterwards and that he was at the war where Thorin Oakenshield, like, right. None of that matters. Mm-hmm. It matters to me, and I yeah. know it, and yeah. I and I and I crave for it to be in there, mm-hmm. which is which comes back to I would watch an eight-hour version, yeah. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Give me all the stuff that you can't. And I think that's testimony to how how carefully the movies were crafted to make those decisions yeah. of you know how much background do we give, yeah. um, and but the fact that you know we do still, yeah, we are clear that it's uh, Boren's tomb. Mm. Um, that yeah, that the we're we're being true to the historical accuracy. We're not just making up some mm-hmm. right. um, some new story that's just easier to tell. Yeah, um, yeah. That we you know those details are there. Feel free to learn more about them. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. skipped over. Like uh, you can watch you can watch the Fellowship of the Ring, and for the most part, um, bits that are left out that are in the books mm. would still fit. We just skipped over them, mm. right. Um, right? So you know some of the details, like how we feel connect free with, to Google it, how we connect with Merry and Pippin, and how they kind of join in. Mm. That is different than than it plays out in the books, sure. Um, but the the movies do very very little of that, uh, I think, um, in in favor of just kind of skipping over whole sections, uh, so that they can still exist in our imagination. Mm. Yeah, They're, fun yeah. sections, but ultimately not sections that further the plot. Or are because you haven't read them. Uh, I've read them. I don't know if I've ever read the third one, but I've for sure okay. read the first two. First two, yep. yeah. Second one is a dry read. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a balancing act, right? Because yeah. you're, it's always you're, you're going. That's when you start going back and forth. Well, <laughs> in the second one. Oh no, I don't mean reading. I'm just talking about like how much detail you. Oh, uh, okay. Right, because you don't want you, you gotta you gotta appease the the avid fans and the newcomers and you're probably always just balancing how do i keep both interested where the the new the new fans are just drinking up what you're doing and the old ones are saying of course they want more but it's enough to kind of whet their appetite and keep them going too right. yeah and i say they've i, I would say they've succeeded because again, yeah. hey, here we are 20 years later, we've watched them. We're talking we about We have them. some yeah. gaps that we say, man, I would love to see this. I'd love to see that. But it's still like, it's not a short falling enough of that it's a poor film. Right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like when Bormer says, we can't go we can't go here because that'll take us too close to the gap of Rohan, like you said, because we know the the maps and go, yeah. okay, I'm Isengard's going, yes, yeah, there. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah, he's right. Like, you can't go that low. You know, like as a newcoming fan, it's just dialogue. And, you yeah. know, I... I can't fault the film for not putting yeah. some things in. when they're up not in the mountains. Showing a map on screen during yeah. the dialogue. <laughs> when they're when they're up in the mountains and they're looking over that way, and we see woods, and I go, "Shit, I bet that's Merkwood." Right. Right. Yeah. I think equally is ruining would be like the seventeen years later dialogue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be like a map of Middle Earth with like a, a you connected dots <laughs> and like watching the Fellowship <laughs> move along with yeah. like the dots getting longer yeah. and longer. That would have been not cool. What do you dislike, sir? Um, Aside from when it ends. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I, I don't have any glaring ones that, that are coming sure. to mind. The Yeah. I mean, CG, you know, doesn't yeah. hold up over that many years. Uh, but it's not awful. It's not terrible. It's not, it's not terrible. There was, I'm, there's I'm, so stuff I'm, made today that's worse. Yeah. So I'm yes. pleased with how delicate they were mm. uh, at, at trying to avoid it. Mm. Um, there's a lot of practical stuff in yeah. it that, yeah. that not only or, would be computer generated today, but was so in The Hobbit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid Good point. Trilogy. <laughs> I was so excited for that. That's. I have to be because <laughs> first and foremost with the books, I'm first and foremost a Hobbit fan. Like that's course, what that's, that's what started it all. That's that was me. the start for you. And then okay. they like they just I opened up my heart and they took a big dump in it. <laughs> I have a fear <laughs> yeah. that the Ring of Power might be that. For I'm a little me. worried of that. About I have that got too. a sinking suspicion. I've heard. Listen, I've heard that they're going. As practical as possible. Good. So there's not a lot of CG happening. Sure. Um, the you know the big controversy with that show right now hmm. is, uh, and this is why this is what made me think of the Tom Bombadil getting Frodo and Sam and stuff hmm. to run naked through the <laughs> grass to recharge themselves. Sure. Um, I think about that daily. Yeah. <laughs> so when Amazon was casting the show. Mm. They put out a casting call for people who um, who match the description of elves, so tall and skinny and fair and stuff like that, um, who were not opposed to doing nudity. Oh, okay. And a bunch of people got really uptight, and they're like, well, there doesn't need to be nudity in the Tolkien, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then as people pointed out, like, okay, well, there already is in the books, mm. if you, you know... Uh, the extended version of The Hobbit has a bunch of dwarves skinny dipping in Rivendell. Hmm. Um, but <laughs> right. it sounds like in The Rings of Power, there's one brief sequence with brief nudity. Mm. And it's when we get to see the first elves turning into the first orcs. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like a, so it's, you know, whether their clothes rip off or like whatever it is, but it's, it's a, like a vis- visceral transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the trailer that came, anything that we've seen for it, I think looks incredible. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. I hope the show ends with, I don't know if they're doing more than one season. I don't know. Um, but if they do, please don't let it run forever. <laughs> don't let it run forever. And please culminate the show with something we know. Culminate yes. the show with the battle that's in the monologue of the fellowship of the ring. Like sure. bring me right up until mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Cool. So what do you love? Is that what's next on your list of it is what to do? Mine's it's really short. It's a movie. The whole thing. <laughs> the whole damn movie. Uh, I love just how smooth and epic it is. And that's partially due to the books that it's based off of. But it's still the, to the credit of the film. I just, I wrote this down. It's that scene where we're introduced to the ring where Gandalf's, you know, in Minas Tirith. And it says, the writing on the ring that was once clear as flame is now a secret that only fire can tell. And like, I just replayed that spot about two or three times. Cause it's like, it's so eloquent of just such a simple fact, but it just sounds so pleasant. Um, two things that I like that I, that stood out to me this time. I was really, because it's truly, I like the whole film. I, there's no point in going into detail, but two new things that stood out to me were Boromir. 
I really had a new appreciation for him. And that continues in the next couple films, or at least one. Right. I just, I really empathized with someone who's sitting at that secret council, whose brothers in arms have been having their blood spilt for years. And I've never empathized with him more than the, than I have this viewing of like someone wanting to steal the ring. I've, as a kid, I was like, Bormir, you're a jerk, you're a douche. And it's also not his family. It's not his fault that his family is not the true rulers mm-hmm. of Gondor. No. And so, like, I just, I never felt more in line with his intentions of, you know, obviously the ring has its pervasive way of making people, like, the evil come out in people. Yeah. But, like, underlying, he's not wanting to do it for pure ambition or pure greed. So, I, I Boromir stood out to me. And then he is, like, when he tries to take the ring, mm-hmm. he's already being influenced by the ring. Like, he's yes. already sort yeah. of under the ring's spell. Oh, yeah. And then realizes his wrong and makes the ultimate sacrifice to save Merry and Pippin. Immediately yeah. he turns. He's to, like, oh. To save, yeah. to save two hobbits that, in the grand scheme of things, don't matter. They don't mean <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. And then the other thing that I just really appreciated this time was the whole Gandalf-Sauron confrontation. Right. I'm not sure if it lives... I don't remember to the degree of it in the book. So I don't know if it lives up to the book or falls flat, but just, I I do enjoy that whole master and apprentice and coming to a head and realizing we got a problem here and how it kind of escalates. So those are the two things that I really, I don't think I appreciated as much as in the past. And this still jumped out to me. Yeah. What about you guys? I'm just noticing that a lot of the figures we have on this table are not from this movie. Uh, well, the, there's two. There's one. There's the. Well, there's Legolas there. Legolas is behind the oh, books yeah. there. Oh, he's he is. So but we he's, have, he's we have Legolas his, and we have Gimli. Well, Legolas in his is in his two towers attire because yeah. there's a difference. Yeah, and we've got the Mithril on Gandalf's head. <laughs> Again, Gandalf the White. Gandalf the White. Well, turn out the lights. <laughs> Again, for the listeners. Potentially, if everything works, there we're re- alluding to the video of the action figures on our table. Yeah. That. Hopefully, if all things work, the Patreon view, yeah. Patreon subscribers are watching as we speak. So sign up for Patreon, you cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> the link's down below. I love you. Yeah. Um, things I love. Uh, you know, as a kid, I think my least favorite character... Okay, as a kid, my least favorite character was Boromir. Okay, yeah. My second least favorite character, just because he like wasn't funny, he didn't have any... like lines that i think a kid appreciates was sam yeah, as a kid i was like eh. mm. i was like eh. sam's kind of boring kind of nosy obviously Frodo's your favorite pippin is second because pippin's really funny they are mary is third because he plays well with <laughs> pippin, pippin. Yep. and then sam is just i, I don't kind think of, i could tell the difference i couldn't tell which was which as a kid yeah, yeah i struggled <laughs> it's yep. just yeah yeah those two and, the pair. and yep. then and then sam was last because he was just like fat and kind of annoying <laughs> right and so but as an, i made a promise to gandalf mr frodo yeah, i made a, a promise <laughs> yeah as an adult though right yes sam is like i mean yeah. sam is the hero of the this film, story yeah, yeah sure but even sam has some great moments that mm-hmm. i didn't appreciate as a kid and mm-hmm. two of them stand out in particular okay both are interactions between him and, and Frodo. Of course. The first one being in the cornfield, right? Where Frodo gets a little too far ahead. 
Oh, and, that part. Is, and yeah, so I, not I, the, this is the furthest <laughs> I've ever been away from home. So uh, speaking of, like there's the theatrical cut and then there's the extended cut. Then there's the inserting and my ax every time someone in the film says and and they insert Gimli <laughs> saying and my ax and it's like a six hour cut. But there's obviously the famous <laughs> cut of years ago that someone. Of course inter- that's a thing. <laughs> they interjected every time in the film after the cornfield where Sam takes a step. They cut in, this is the farthest I've ever been from home. And so they've taken it off for copyright issues. The closest thing I found was someone who watched that, and it's like a seven-hour cut. And so it's a video of him watching the whole thing with no phone, no alcohol, no nothing. And like the first 40 minutes is fine because he hasn't said the line yet. But he said it took him like three hours to watch The Minds of Moria. Just because when they're like, it's all like... They're running. They're all running the whole time. So like every time Sam takes a step, it's like, this is the farthest I've ever been from home. And if it just be the quickest cut back yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that's the part that no, you said no, was no. your favorite. <laughs> when, I almost peed when he, myself. When he gets too far ahead yeah. and, and, and yeah. he says, you know, like, what's wrong, Sam? <laughs> and he's like, you know, uh, it's just something Gandalf said to me. Mm. He said, don't you lose him, Samwise. Mm. And I don't mean to, sir. <sighs> I don't mean to. Yeah. And so that's so good. And right. then the other, obviously, is the incredibly emotional ending when Sam almost drowns because he forgets he doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, he, and he walks where the water's above his head, which is yeah. of yeah. his own fault. I mean, yeah, but he, but just like, yeah, and then he pulls him up into the boat and he's crying. And, and mm. the line, the best line in this movie. And Sam has the best line in the third one, too. Mm. But I'll get to that. When we do the third one. Uh, the best line in this movie is when Frodo says, go back, Sam. I'm going to Mordor alone. And mm. Sam says, of course you are. Yeah. And I'm coming with you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it's it's just like Sam is the hero of this story. He really is. Objectively. Oh, He is the sure. hero of, of this story. Yeah. And, and but yeah, so well, I love- I don't know about if he's the hero of the- Fellowship of the Ring. He's not the hero of the Fellowship of the Ring. I think Gandalf is the fellowship, the hero of the Fellowship, with the the face off against the Balrog. And sure, yeah, of the Fellowship. Yeah, of the Fellowship specifically. Yeah, it's certainly sure. not Elrond. <laughs> he kind of lucked into <laughs> Sam coming along. Because yeah. again, if Sam's not there, the whole plan is screwed. It could yeah. be Sam's old gaffer. <laughs> yeah. We don't even see him in the movie. No, but he's the most he's important. He's, he's the first referenced. first blood. Like, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, so I love that. The soundtrack, obviously, for the longest time, the Shire music mm. played as my my wake-up alarm because your That's day cool. is much better when it starts with, with do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm, I can face <sighs> the world fair, today. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm going to bring it up now because I could have brought it up in any of the films, but now it's as good as time as any. The soundtrack, yeah. without question, we're, I think we're in the same boat. We all yeah. love it. Dun, without question. Dun, Incredible. Dun, dun, dun. I, I have spent 15 years of my adult life, like that is my go-to music if I'm studying or preparing for something. And really? I've listened to it 100%. 100%. If I'm studying for something and I need to love what I'm listening to, but it not distract me, that is it. And oh, so it's too distracting for me. Oh, I get too into it. On occasion, I'll yeah. daydream. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that scene is epic. But for the most part, it's good. And recently, a couple of years ago, that's how long COVID's been. That's kind of depressing. I thought it was recently. And I'm like, no, that was two you know, years it ago. Is. Two years ago. It is. Um, <laughs> I, I was preparing for this exam hmm. and it was supposed to be in person, but then because of COVID, it, 
was converted to like an online format. Mm. And it was like a three, actually it was more like a four hour exam. And I was like, this is going to be boring as hell. Mm. Like I got to do something to keep myself entertained. And it was invigilated. So I like when the, when it started, I'd like spin my laptop around the room and show them I wasn't cheating. But in the room adjacent on my iPad, I put the three film soundtracks on repeat, like three times each. So like nine films worth of music just to replay, just so I could like listen to it in the other room to have like something entertaining mm. to do mm-hmm. while I wrote this exam. And like it was, it just made those four hours pass by so well. And I just felt like I had the world on a string and I just <laughs> felt like incredible. My point is those soundtracks are incredible. They're my yep. life. Like they are just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Soundtracks of your life. Like Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to believe Randy Newman almost did them. What? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So soundtrack's amazing. Um, like I said, the character design, mm. the, the set design, the fact that they chose to shoot in New Zealand is perfect. Like yeah. where there's no right? other place in the world that, yeah. that like New Zealand is basically Middle Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the color grading. Color grading. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an uh, underappreciated art. <laughs> lighting, light positioning. Yeah. <laughs> boom Sa- mic holder. Boom, boom, yeah. Yeah, boom mic holder. <laughs> yeah. uh, gaffer. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, you know, I just, so much of it. I, I just love so much. What are you sending me messages about? I didn't send you a dang message. Oh. Someone that lives with me said that there's pizza here. Oh. And I said, thank you. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, what do you love? I, is it is it fair to say like... No. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like it's so noteworthy that this film was made. That Peter Jackson was given the freedom oh, yeah. to yeah. like, you know, he's like, you got to picture the boardroom when he first pitched this. Because there was supposed to say, be two. I want to take this on and I want to, you know. There's supposed to be two films. Was it even originally supposed to be one no. or was two the minimum? No, I think it was two. Okay. And then. I, I don't remember. Like he set out and then just kept shooting footage. Yeah. He's like, right. well, it's going to be two. Uh, maybe it was set out to be two. I don't just remember. Yeah. yeah. It and was for sure two And then he went point. to the studio and he was like. It's gonna have to be three, and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "Well, it's like three books, mm-hmm. you yeah. know." The way I remember in one of the special features was, "Is it New Line Cinema that eventually yeah. he, all the meetings Which doesn't were, exist anymore?" Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I for some reason didn't even know that. Yeah, hmm. um, for all the meetings that he went to, regardless if it was two or one, everyone was like, "This is what you." If we and they obviously didn't go ahead a bit ahead with it, but they said, "If we go ahead with it." It'll be two films or one film yeah. or less than and three. And this is your budget. And New Line Cinema said, well, there's three books, so why don't you do three films? Yeah. And Peter Jackson's was like, heck yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's, yeah. Yes, please. I want to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, I just like uh, the the freedom that he was given or the, the you know, uh, or that he took <laughs> uh, to do it justice. Um, and hmm. to, like, it's obviously the work of, an avid, a passionate fan. Um, hmm. And I'm just so glad that no one messed it up uh, yeah. where there's so many, there's so many fantastic books where they set out to make the movie and then someone, not the director or like not the, not the person who set out to create uh, the, the work of film, but someone else messes it up. And I'm just so happy that that didn't happen with the Lord of the Rings with the fellowship. Well, and it was considered such a gamble. 
Like the mm-hmm. reason again, yeah. much like Star Wars, a lot of studios are like, because eh, it was like yeah. this is a hit, niche thing. It's, it's a kind niche of a thing. cult following. Sure. Yeah. 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 But it's it's a cult following because it had been so long, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And Lord of the Rings, the films, like nowadays we talk about like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and stuff, and you're like, oh, it's fairly popular. Well, yeah, because of the films. Yeah. It had been a very long time since there was any Middle Earth buzz of any kind. Right. Um, And it was considered a niche thing, but it's like, you have to understand, like, this is something that Tolkien doesn't get enough credit for. Our modern day mythology, in general, mythology, the way we view it in general, is based on largely off of Tolkien's work, hmm. right? Like, yeah, I, Narnia, I was wondering like that. so like, many like things. When I say, you know, elves um, and, you know, how much lore and how much of, you know, visual appearance, um, how much of that actually came from Tolkien. Because right. I know that elves were a thing before. Before Tolkien, that. Of course. But like, how much did has but, he shaped it but since did then? did they have pointy ears? Yeah. yeah. Were they fair were and they beautiful? Fair skin? Were yeah. they yeah. under a bridge and slimy and more like a troll like right. you know like yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 right so there's so much there's so much that that you know not only did he build a world and write languages but he literally influenced mythology <laughs> yeah in general mm-hmm. yeah like 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 you know yeah. all of these any movie that comes out today mm-hmm. that has knights and dragons and trolls and and whatever right stardust or whatever these movies are Mm -hmm. they're all they're all somewhat rooted in they Mm. all have to pay tribute to what gave birth to them and that was tolkien creating middle earth Mm. yeah it's nuts jumping back just to the whole peter jackson bit i just the thing that i find mind-boggling is his cameo in brie (laughs) Eating that carrot eating again, the carrot a carrot from Farmer Maggot. Yeah, just the sheer size of this. You crew. don't know this? He's in all three know. movies. Yeah, I don't think I've caught it. Peter Jackson's yeah. in all three movies. He's like, like, I got to watch the bonus and, footage and, here. And, you know, <laughs> no, it's theatrical. And, no, no, I agree, yeah. but I need to like oh, know about know these about things. And, yeah. and yeah. Stephen Colbert is in the second Hobbit film. Hmm, I'm not surprised. He's a Stephen Colbert is a huge. Tolkien uh, there's, guy. There's one of the members of Flight of the Concords is is an elf is as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not hard because you are in you live in New Zealand. Yeah. Pretty much in the film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He just walked by. <laughs> yeah. And they CGI'd the ears. Yeah. If he wasn't an elf, he was going to be an orc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just the sheer scale blows my mind. This is a piece of trivia. Mm. Every day on set, they made about fifteen hundred eggs for the cast and crew. 1,500 eggs. Oh, like to feed them. To feed them. Oh. For the cast and crew. 1,500. And it's just, for context, just the size of this group. There's no way those weren't scrambled. (laughs) Like that's what you... Individually flipped, every one of them. (laughs) Over easy. Over Over easy, easy, go F yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I'll refer to this as Peter Jackson, but obviously it's a collective team of like, he was spearheading some parts. And there's the technical components of Mm. the set design and Mm. like music and everything. And so obviously it's multifaceted, but like, I will just for simplicity, just say Peter Jackson and his team. Mm. Just there's so many moving pieces. And I like, I listed three, like to feed 50, like 1500 eggs a day. That's a lot of moving pieces of a lot of different teams and a lot of different people just to give a scale. Yeah. All of them, and we've nitpicked some 
critiques or some things that haven't aged well. But more often than not, they made decisions that we're okay with, or at best are fine. Like, hey, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Like, just I. It's incredible to think that in an alternate universe, if life had been different, if they had gone with a different lead, if someone wasn't as passionate about it, like you said, Peter Jackson, or if they had gone left instead of going right, or if you know, just made some different different creative decisions, we might be talking about just some awful thing. Like, we might be talking about that, like just the worst. Worst thing that like that, that cult fiction that almost yeah we almost might be talking about good. what's yeah. that TV show that Carl thinks is better than Star Wars but it's not um, Firefly S- Firefly like it might be going there might it might yeah. be like the Firefly of two thousand one going wow oh yeah like uh, this niche little yeah. thing you got to be like uh, David Lynch's Dune going oh yeah it's kind of corny it's kind of cheesy but hey it's nineteen eighties and it's David Carl Lynch. doesn't really like Lord of the Rings either. Like he just doesn't. Well, I I don't think there's he, a reason he's not here. He doesn't, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't dislike it, but he doesn't care. Right. But it's just all these different decisions that, and like to the magnitude and the volume of decisions that all weren't perfect, but yeah. were all solid. Yeah, and that yeah. we're talking about an epic. 20 years later, not just some fan fiction-y thing that you can't get on Blu-ray because there's not enough demand for it. I was watching one of those. It's like Variety or GQ or whatever it is. And it was either like an actor breaks down his his career or does the autocomplete mm. interview or like whatever <laughs> right. it is. Yeah. And I think it was Elijah Wood. And this is only from like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, has never read Lord of the Rings. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I just lost a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Mm. It's a little I didn't weird. Have a lot to start with, but yeah, <laughs> it's a little weird. Like I'd understand if he that he hadn't gone into it. He got the part real quick. Yeah, and it was just like it was just yeah. like go well, time. I can see that. But yeah. yeah, to have not read it after. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I feel like you have it's to be for life. Like yeah, it's <laughs> the only reason anyone knows you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is what? What do you got next? I think we talk f- about its reception. Uh, to some degree, I think. What I I'll lead this section and then you guys can either follow in suit yeah, or yeah. just do whatever you want. But to wrap it up, a question that I wanted to sure, go into these films. Do whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Bye. Is this true? Is Bye. this film truly perfect? Or is the series perfect? And is this the best chapter? So for me, yeah, twenty years hasn't aged perfectly. Not my favorite film. But of the of the three? Of the three. Okay. It's not my favorite film. But dang, it's still an incredible film. And it's something that I still tackle with. Is it one chapter or is it just a piece of a full story? Like, how do you mm. judge these films? But just looking at this one film, it's still great. It's still incredible. I think the sum of the parts are better than the individual. So all three films together mm. are, yes. you could call perfection. Like how else could how else like just the fact for those, that for those not following us on Patreon, he just did air quotes. Yeah, like like just just the fact that they filmed three films simultaneously and they're of incredible quality and it does bring justice to this story. Like, mm. it, how can you not say the three films together are near perfection? A masterpiece. Um, yeah, a masterpiece. But I would say individually, this film is not. And on its own, a perfection to me, but it's still incredibly solid. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you're only going to watch one, watch The Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. Well, sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, I mean, the other two don't make sense. So I mean, you'll have I, no context if I you just jump into the. I two towers on my own, and whispering to the person next to me brought me up to speed what does enough. This mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that means. But I'm. Gandalf. I feel yeah. so bad for the person next to you. So, like, shut up. So, why is he wearing his wedding ring on his neck? Like, what's what's <laughs> yeah. the deal yeah. here? Like, what? Yeah. So, to interpret what you're saying, saying this is the best of the trilogy, or I not think, necessarily. Well, I, yeah. I think so. Okay. I, I think I would say that. Um, it, it tells a complete story on its own. You watch The Two Towers and you're just like, well, I just watched another episode of The Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, God, those trees walked for a long time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, I think I think the first one is, I mean, it's it's setting the stage and that's a really hard thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. By the time you know, next, the next year when the next movie came out, mm. it was, it was already sold. You, you, you sold everyone on the entire trilogy mm-hmm. the moment they walked out of the theater, uh, after the first one. Right. Um, and that's, that's, yeah, that's a pretty solid hook. <laughs> yeah. What a time to be alive too. like waiting for that yearly, like it's coming. You know, I see, I see, we say that a lot. We yeah. talk about like, you yeah. know, fandom and stuff yeah. and like, yeah. you know, oh, we're getting a Marvel movie th- three, four times a year and all these shows and mm. Star Wars and Taika Waititi's directing a Star Wars and we've got mm-hmm. Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman and like all this stuff, right? And it's like, oh, what a time to be alive. <laughs> I feel like that's always like the first guy that had indoor plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> The first guy that wasn't hiking out to the outhouse in the winter to take a shit. I feel like I feel like he had a God, what a time to be alive kind of moment, right? Like the first time you know, the first time they like yeah. whatever, right? But I would say I feel like I, there was a guy sitting at the Coliseum watching Lion rip apart rip a guy's someone. testicles yeah. off, going, Man, what a time to be alive. Like it's forever going to be it's forever going to be the saying <laughs> what i will say <laughs> is i understand the point you're saying about you know you only know what you know and like someone in 1800 wouldn't know that we have phones in our pocket that you can know any sure. answer to anything in your life yeah i will say is what i'm referring to is a little bit different of not getting <laughs> like three lord of the rings a year like mcu but yeah. it's just like one finite one Sure. And you have to wait the calendar year. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like a streaming service where, oh, I'll catch it when it comes on it. It's like, no, you, we have to get tickets. Yeah. And we have to make sure it's not sold out. Yeah. And let's like camp out and get And them. it was this, I feel like it was a, it was one of those unusual global experiences. Right. Like there was, um, you know, the ice bucket challenge. And then there right. was, you know, then there's like, you know, 16 other things trying to be like the ice bucket challenge but right. the it, the momentum's over right the ice you know it was a thing we were all on it harlem and then, shake and it's over right the, yeah. yeah the harlem shake yeah. uh and so yeah it was this it, it you know you only get one of those every generation or so because then it, it gets old really quickly mm-hmm. uh and lord of the rings had that momentum now where, tiktok it's like every uh, two weeks it's yeah. <laughs> new tiktok trend and and that's i'm getting some of the similar vibes from what it was like around Lord of the Rings with the Top Gun Maverick, where this oh, yeah. once mm. in a lifetime, not lifetime, but once in a every couple decades experience that, yeah, just just little things that you described there. I'm like, not to the same extent, a little bit different, but just. I really had to try to sell you on that. And now you're like, because you weren't, <laughs> yeah, you weren't a, as hot on Maverick as I was. I, 
when we first watched it. No, but I was hyped. You went back and saw it again. On the film itself, no. And yeah. then, yes, I came around a bit more. But I think my whole experience, I was hyped on the 80s feel of it. And yeah. people like coming up to me saying, what did you think of it? Or people lining up and like just a buzz in the yeah. theater that I'm sure was like when we saw Lord of the Rings yeah. and whatnot. And yeah. yeah, and those, I yeah, I echo what you're saying about those global events. So we saw, um, Aaron and I saw, with several other people, mm-hmm. saw The Force Awakens. With your clothes on or off? Uh, we were clothed at this moment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Episode seven. Later, yeah. Uh, episode seven, mm. we saw in IMAX. Oh, nice. On opening night, <laughs> an earlier showing on opening night. Like, we were some of the... F- we were with among the first sure. couple million people in the world probably yep. to see it. Yep. Um, the and only thing we didn't do was, you know, drive further east to get it. Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right. We, uh, but we went down with like lightsabers and like a life-sized Yoda in the car and like, you know. And, <laughs> and we were underdressed. We were underdressed. Yeah. Oh, wow. As far as like other people and yeah. like Jedi robes were, and stuff. Yeah. Sure. But we, we, like as soon as those tickets went on sale Mm. we went to the site and we're like okay let's do it let's do it let's do it we were sitting center slightly off to the side in the very front row of a very large imax screen in 3d (laughs) i don't know i don't remember but either way it was it was a lot of this. Yeah. It was, it was pretty. <laughs> a lot but, of strain. But that was one of those like, oh my God, Star Wars is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was yeah. never going to be another Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Star Wars is back. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. What's the question we're answering? If this is the best. Oh, okay. So it's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it, I don't think it's the film with the best moments. From the trilogy, but I do think it's the film with the fewest flaws from the trilogy. Interesting. Mm. Okay. So, Interesting. So maybe the best? Yeah. It depends on how you define best. Sure. The closest to flawless, mm-hmm. but doesn't have the best moments. Mm. Doesn't take your breath away. Right. Not my favorite, but the one I look forward to watching the most. Such a weird competition. <laughs> that's, right? yeah. so, it's the one that's, I hate, yeah. but I love. But I can't live without it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a toxic relationship. Toxic. Yeah. What else we got, sir? I think we might be ready to score it. Closing unless, arguments? Unless you guys, like, unless there's something else we want to bring up. I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Fool of a took. Throw <laughs> yourself in next time. Yeah. Rid us all of your stupid. <laughs> uh, okay. So. Do you have anything else to say? No. I'm on a, so then on a scale of 0 to 10, how would you rate Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring? 0 to 10? 0 to 10. You can have decimals. <laughs> you can have up to one decimal point. Okay. Uh, it's way up there. I don't know. I don't know how you guys, you, I'm sure you gravitate to certain numbers where your baseline is. Mm-hmm. And you so, go up a little bit for so, movies you like. So zero is, down a little is bit. like a barbed wire enema. Okay. <laughs> ten is like the best orgasm you've ever had. Oh, no. <laughs> and, ten ten and five has is, to be like, there's nothing wrong with the film. Like, perfection. Yeah, that's what I said. And 
and five <laughs> is just like neutral. Five is just like yep. completely. But but for you guys as as reviewers, yeah. Do you are, is five your most common number, or do you kind of tend to? No, it's all over the place. I think it's all over the place. Yeah, it's all over okay. the place. All right. I don't think yeah. we have ever given like a one or a two, or if we have, not often. I I avoid tens because I yes. think that if you throw too many tens out there, like I've maybe in two hundred episodes, I've maybe given two, maybe maybe three tens. Probably two. Yeah. Because I think if you give too many tens, it hurts your credibility. People mm. just think you're voting emotionally and you're a little trigger happy okay well i'm a very emotional about this movie okay sure. so it's a 10 for me oh all right. wow yeah. all right i it's, love it all right yeah cool. i love it pete uh yeah well aaron was talking i uh, the thing i will <laughs> i was scrolling well, he wouldn't scroll- shut up and i wasn't paying attention <laughs> no, not that. what did you give it again no uh I the, the, I forgot two thoughts i wanted to bring up all right just on the, the thing i should have brought it up when we were talking about you know you really should have. Straddling that line between appeasing the new fans <laughs> and details for older ones. Yeah, yeah. Even like with this watching, I was like, how does Strider get involved? Mm. Like, why is he just sitting in this bar and getting involved? Read this. <laughs> <laughs> or even just the whole idea, like in the moment where Gandalf has this feeling that they likely shouldn't go to Moria and there's this lingering darkness there. Yeah. But still somehow Gimli is just out to lunch, like, yeah, let's go. My bros are there. We're going to they have wings. It a mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine. like a mine. somehow <laughs> Gandalf is like, yeah, there's yeah. some stuff that's it gone should. down. And like Gimli is just out of the loop with his own kin. Yeah. yeah. He's like, they show up and it literally looks like the Adams family house. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and and even though they're like halfway through and there's like boulders, like everything's yeah. Pretty aft. He's still like, just wait until we get inside. There's going to be a hell of a feast. And it's like, Meat <laughs> right off the bone. Yeah. And it's like, dude, everyone is dead. Everyone yeah. is dead. And the last thing is just in an alternate universe. I do wonder what the journey would have been like if the hobbits that weren't Frodo actually didn't come to the secret council. Because I think the fellowship was really clogged down by these hobbits. Like, I, I, I still think... <laughs> I still think going through the dead marshes and going up the secret stairway in the later films, you know, if you're having Legolas with you, Aragorn with you, Boromir if he survives with you, Gandalf if he survives with you, is a much powerful team than them Babys- babysitting Merry and Pippin right, right, when they right, get but lost. That's the point. Babysitting that's the point. Sam. Like, I just think... Gandalf has a line at the end of the next one yeah or somewhere in the third one mm-hmm. where he's talking about hobbits and how he's and i'm gonna butcher this line mm-hmm. um but it's something to the effect of like just the 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 underestimated abilities of the simple things in life and a hobbit and and how hobbits are sure so miraculous mm-hmm. and 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 yeah it would be like brute force Sure, but we were never going to win with brute force because there wasn't enough force yeah. in the world. Yeah, and so like, and and Mary and Pippin are so crucial because without Mary and Pippin, we don't win. I right because Isengard, yeah. Saruman doesn't get taken out. Well, so in this film, which is something we'll t- like, mm-hmm. that's a huge departure from from mm-hmm. the books. Um, huge departure. I would say but, just, yes, you get that benefit of having hobbits by Frodo being along. And who knows, maybe you don't even need Isengard or um, the, the Ents involved to defeat Isengard. If you're not babysitting these hobbits, like you can move faster. You're not 
like just wiping their noses and stopping so they can have second Where breakfast. Where is this coming from? I'm just saying, <laughs> you, you're more efficient. Maybe you get and drop the ring in before Isengard even knows you're there. But I genuinely think you're talking gibberish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I've done the math. Okay. okay. All right. It works out. Uh, okay. No brainer on my scale of how much effort. Uh, theater. Oh, so explain your oh, okay. ranking so skill. So I've got two ranking skill. Okay. One is like a number. Sure. The other is Thank how you. much effort? How much effort am I putting into this? Am I getting a babysitter and paying 50 bucks to go see it at a theater? Okay. That's like the top. Yeah. The next low is like, hey, I'll pay 30 bucks on Disney Plus. You know, worth the money, worth the time. If it's not worth that much effort... I'll wait till it's on Netflix. Some pretty big lawsuits right. if this ends up on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'll wait till the streaming site where yeah. you know, yeah, uh, you know, it's worth that if I'm paying a subscription anyway. And if it's in none of those three categories, it's the bottom most, which means if I'm at a cottage and it's raining outside and there's no Wi-Fi and there's a VHS of it sitting around, I might consider watching it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. If this is the top most yeah. theater babysitter, I will watch it if it's. Extended? Extended. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then on a scale of zero to 10, uh, it's not perfect. So it's nine. It's very close. Yeah. There, there's some things that I didn't appreciate as much as, as I would have needed to to give it a perfect score. Mm. But a nine is respectable. Okay. Yeah. Where do you so rank Brady. this? 8.6. I'm a very, su- is- I just say it. Brady makes it up and okay. it's always like a point something. Yeah. Not always. Not always. Not always. That's right. It's, yeah, 8.6. I was going to give it an 8.5. Didn't You're seem generous today, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, here you go. Have a little extra. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's epic. It's, um, it's fun. It's heartwarming. Every time the music plays, other times when the music plays, it's like gut wrenching and, and nerve wracking and, and sad when Boromir dies. And, yeah. and, you know, I would have followed you. My king, my mm. my brother, my leader, my king, or whatever it is. Yeah, and ah oh man, mm-hmm. like it's just it's amazing. There's there's so something about me is I get give it a ten, okay, <laughs> give it a ten. I get real <laughs> joys in life out of uh, I, get, <laughs> I get real joys in life out of showing movies to certain movies to people for the first time, mm. reliving the first time viewing through them. Yeah. Back to the future yeah. with me. I did it with Back to the Future with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with with Emily and sort of Aaron, but Aaron was having a, lo- a love affair with Reddit at the time. <laughs> um, I did it with the show Supernatural. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's only like 60 hours of footage. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was like supernatural. And then, um, you know, I've, yeah, I've done it with star Wars with people, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Lord of the Rings with Mm. people, stuff Mm. like that. Right. I've done it with the MCU with people. Oh yeah. Like, like all the films and Mm. a bunch of the TV shows. Like that was a big endeavor. Mm. Uh, but Lord of the Rings is definitely on that list of, of, you know, there's films where I'm like, Oh, you haven't seen this. Here's you a five minutes. Some, yeah. Yeah. You, should, you should watch it sometime. Or, you know, oh, you haven't seen Cats? Good you, for you. You're doing yeah. good. Keep Lucky. it up. Yeah. Keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Um, 
but Lord of the Rings is yeah. If I find someone who hasn't seen mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, um, you start looking around for a bedsheet and a projector. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did that. We did a. That's I've cool. been a part of multiple extended edition. Mm. Okay, we're only stopping to pee and make some food. Yeah, and the pee is optional. We and might not even is, do that. Yeah, and there's and you're making Lord of the Rings themed snacks. Yeah, oh. below each of your seats, you will find a mason jar. With your <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So. So and one of them was at Aaron's place, and we we hung a sheet mm. and watched it on a projector. That is cool. Yeah, that is yeah. cool. Wrap this up, sir. Well, wait, no. Uh, wrap this up, Aaron. What? Yeah, I don't know how you guys wrap up. Wrap, wrap up the podcast episode. Thank you, everybody, for coming. All right, do you want to do you want to supplement? <laughs> check, check out our <laughs> check out our socials below. If you're watching, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, if you want to watch. Support check, us on Patreon, you cheap on, bastard. Check out the links <laughs> below. Uh, thank you for joining us, whether this is your 200th episode with us or this is your first episode with us. Thank you for joining us. and Or your we, 150th episode with us <laughs> or your 87th episode with us. <laughs> or your 94th or your, Can episode? you start taking things off so you make sure I don't miss any? <laughs> or the, <laughs> and I think I can speak on behalf of the group. We look forward to episode 300 when we re- review Two Towers. Yeah. Wait, what? That sounds great. (laughs) We're going to wait another 100 episodes? You got to make it special. What? (laughs) We're waiting a year. I thought for episode 300, we were doing... You got to wait a year. Yeah. Yeah. I thought we were doing the human centipede. (laughs) No. Uh No. Thank God. (laughs) No.